Beep boop. Rebooting the lateral show. A sideways look at fantasy football. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen it's, it's the lateral, lateral show. show. Fasten your seatbelts, cause, cause here, here we, we go. go. The Lateral Show, with your hosts, Herms and McLateral. People! That's right, party people, it's another edition of The Lateral Show! A sideways look at fantasy football here on the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel. If you do not subscribe to this channel already, there is a button on your screen that says the word subscribe. It's a rectangle, you click it, boom! Anytime there's new videos, <laughs> you get an alert right from the YouTubes. If you also want to go ahead and click the like button, that would be super cool. That would help us out a ton. My name is Herms. You can follow me on Twitter at HermsNFL. And this is the 2022 fantasy football season week seven waiver wire preview. It is the preview of my article that you can read the entirety of if you have a subscription to the website to get behind the paywall. If you want to get behind the paywall, you go to fantasysixpack.net slash plans. Now, I mention this on a weekly basis, partially out of obligation, but also because I put a lot of really cool stuff behind the paywall. All right. I really do. I really do. I make a lot of good calls. I put a lot of effort into them. There's a, I don't get credit for any of that stuff in your brains if you don't read it. So what you got to do, go there. You can sign up for an all-access pass. You get behind the paywall for the rest of my article. You get the DFS tools. You get our award-winning rankings here at the site. And you get access to the Discord community and so many more things. It is a small amount of money for a big reward. Small money? Big reward? Big reward, small money? It sounds like a pretty even trade to me. So think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Folks, I got to be honest, this is not the week for your, <laughs> not the week for your league winners out there necessarily, but this is definitely going to be a week of the long play, a week of hoping certain things break right, and a week of kind of just following maybes. I'm a man of, I'm a man of keeping my word as accurate as possible. This is not a great waiver wire week, but if you play it right, you could possibly find some value. I will start by going over a piece of NFL news that kind of ties into what I wrote about. Um, whatever ends up coming of the Cam Akers saga will probably have fantasy impact, maybe. So first and foremost, in, in case you missed the news somehow, uh, Cam Akers is on his way out of Los Angeles uh, when asked about it on, I think it was either Friday or Saturday or something like that, head coach Sean McVay was like super cagey about it, didn't really give a lot of details, but as time has gone along, it seems pretty clear that there's just a big philosophical difference between the two. Akers has been upset with his role, and as of this recording, the most recent piece of news that I have seen that I can share with you in this video is that ideally the Rams would like to trade Cam Akers 
if they can't, they'll have to find a way to work it out internally, probably, or just weigh them. But if he gets dropped and if he goes anywhere, like, yeah, maybe that could be interesting. The leftovers in Los Angeles, though, that's the thing that intrigues me the most. Now, Daryl Henderson, he's done a perfectly fine job at times this season, and especially was like really good last year, too. I feel like people really forget that, but I digress. Kyron Williams, the rookie out of Notre Dame, I was a big fan of his in the pre-draft process, just watching his uh, just watching some of his college uh, stuff like he really seemed like a good receiver out of the backfield. That was something that I really admired about him. And even though he tested fairly poorly at the NFL combine, I feel like he made up for that a little bit in his pro day. I don't know how good he's going to be. Frankly, I, I really don't. But he's set to come off of IR soon with an injury of uh, his own. And the opportunity is potentially in front of him to see some sort of role in what has been an improving offense. Not a great offense, but an improving offense. I think it is fair to say that the Rams have looked better in recent times. So take a look at Kyron Williams if you're looking for some running back help. Maybe not immediately, but just something you can kind of throw on the end of your bench in a deeper bench league. See what happens. If not, the veteran Malcolm Brown did come back to the team or got elevated from the practice squad or something. I don't know. Point being, Malcolm Brown has been around the McVay times before and it was not all that long ago that he actually carried some fantasy viability as part of the rams he's a little older but he's a guy that mcveigh trusts so those are two guys that i would definitely take a look at but it's still a fairly ambiguous situation and speaking of ambiguous situations uh did you guys watch the monday night football game what the hell happened to Melvin Gordon? Like, I mean, it's, come on. What did he, he logged three carries and then Nathaniel Hackett was like, adios. Like, okay, cool. Uh, great. Uh, well, what does that mean then? Uh, it means Latavius Murray carried the ball 15 times for 60 some yards. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. They signed him from the Saints practice squad not too long after the Javante Williams injury. Um, he wasn't active for the Thursday night football game against the Colts last week, but I think that was mainly just due to the fact that, you know, he kind of came over. They didn't really have time to acclimate, but we've seen Latavius Murray at least have a pretty important and interesting role on a team before. So that's probably where I would look if we're just going to assume that Melvin Gordon the guy who's been hell-bent on fumbling and just not being very good at playing football at all this year has played his way down the depth chart. But I don't know. I, I guess we could look at Mike Boone, too. I know that's been a name people talk about a lot. And frankly, he hasn't really been like that bad, but he also really hasn't been that good either i mean i kind of remember the fool's gold that we chased toward i think it was either the end of the 2019 or the 2020 season when he was still with the vikings and i'm just i, I don't know man i i can't do it i can't do it necessarily although in his defense he did play pretty well in that game against the colts he did manage double digit ppr points i don't know maybe i'm just being a little harsh maybe i am so but that's why I list both of these guys in the article, because there really is a decent case for both. And as I said earlier already, this is an ambiguous situation. If you want to go with Mike Boone, sure. 
you want to go with Latavius Murray? Sure. They both have pros and cons, and I think you can't really go wrong either way with the knowledge that we have now. At least that's my take on the situation. Do with that what you will. To round this out, I will talk about a couple wide receivers. One I will mention very quickly because it's just copy and paste from what I said last week. Uh, Jamison Williams is coming back not too far after their team's bye week, according to head coach Dan Campbell. Uh, that bye week was this past week. So whether that means he comes back to practice this week, next week, the week after, whatever. Jamison Williams immediately walks into an offense that just constantly has to throw the ball because they're constantly playing from behind because the defense is bad. And now they're words. I'm just so excited about it. You know, that's what it is. That's what it is. I'm just so excited about the potential fantasy opportunity for a player like Jamison Williams. I can't even talk about it. I literally cannot even physically talk about it. So just stash him, stash him somewhere on your bench. We're we're nearing the point in time where it's going to be a little bit too late. To close, we got Chase Claypool, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, my Pittsburgh Steelers. The last couple of weeks, he's gotten a little bit more involved. Um, It was a weird start to the season for him and pretty much any Steelers receiver that wasn't named Deontay Johnson. And even then, he kind of had his own struggles. But that's not what this video is about. As long as Pat Fryermuth is out and or banged up, I think Claypool has a role in the offense. Um, I think even regardless of that, there is a decent enough chance. Uh, I I think something important to follow as time goes along is whether or not the Steelers go back to Mitch Trubisky or if they stick with Kenny Pickett, because in case you forgot, uh, Kenny Pickett did leave Sunday's game against the Buccaneers with a concussion. Trubisky to the rescue, and they win the game in a pretty cool upset. But anyway, not the point. I. I have a pretty good feeling that the wide receiver two role belongs to George Pickens. That's just me speaking as a fan of the team, but you never really know with Claypool. He's a very talented guy. And in fairness, they have been scheming up rushing touches for him basically the entire season. It's a weird kind of hallmark thing of the Matt Canada system to do the sweeps and the snap motion to kind of confuse the defense and create space. And what I digress. Chase Claypool is a decent option for you. He's been getting hot lately, and I do like the prospects of this offense moving forward, especially once the schedule softens up. So that's really all I've got for you. Uh, There's going to be plenty more behind the paywall that I will talk about, but you have to go to fantasysixpack.net slash plans to get that information. I do not make the rules, so don't yell at me. Uh, best of luck as you make your claims and fab bids this week and, uh, just be kind to yourself and others and just best of luck for the rest of the season. It's your boy Herms. It's the lateral show. Adios. Follow the lateral on Twitter at the lateral FF.